Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Tonight I'm joined by local musician Jeff Howard who has recently turned a quarantine hobby into a passion and tonight he's going to tell us all about it. Thanks for joining us tonight Jeff. Thanks for having me. So you um, and I connected online and you were telling me that with this uh, unfortunate quarantine we've all been suffering through uh, you've kind of made a some lemonade out of out of the lemons we've all been dealt. What have you discovered that is your newfound passion? The ukulele, actually. And uh, it, it all started maybe about 15 years ago. I, I bought it when I was with a friend of mine over at uh, Sam Ash. He was buying some guitar strings or something like that. And I saw this funny little instrument, $40. And I said, let me pick this up. Maybe I'll finally learn something. And I always loved music, but um, never had the patience to learn an instrument or, or you know, really get into it um so i picked it up i brought it home that day i never touched it probably for 10 years um and then when my parents separated they sold the house and my father said do you want this ukulele for the kids to play with and i said uh yeah i guess so. i'll take it and i took it brought it home still set collected dust for about four years and then just as this was all starting last year as i was working from home more and everything i, I ended up picking it up and uh so let me try and learn some stuff on YouTube, and and that's when it all started. Wow, that's what I was going to ask you. You said you always had a pat, or you always loved music. So growing yep. up, um, what kind of led you to love music? Did your parents play certain albums that you really liked, or were you involved in any kind of band or orchestra in school? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, it was just more listening to the radio, and then you know, growing up in the '90s, uh, I was a big K rock listener. Uh, my brother and I always love listening to the, you know, more of the mainstream type bands and music that way. Um, and then what happened was, uh, I would say in college is when my music really, my love for music really blossomed. My roommate, um, who's actually from Tom's River down down your way, um, hey Bri, uh, he actually got me more into the emo and pop punk music, and that's when I really, really, we went to shows all the time, and uh, I went to college up at Sacred Heart in Fairfield, Connecticut which is kind of smack dab in the middle of New York and Hartford. And right. we used to go to sh- at least a couple of shows a month from school. We'd go back and forth. And that was really the, the genre that really kind of pulled me in. Um, and we used to see lots of bands, you know, tons of bands, Newfound Glory, Saves the Day, Jimmy Eat World. Those are some bands that I always loved and I still do love. Um, but really that was where I kind of, my passion for listening to music and going to concerts grew in college. Okay. And, um, yeah. So you had a little extra time, um, not necessarily extra yep. time, still working from home, but you know, obviously it makes your day a little different. 
And so what inspired you to pick this up? Was it to fill time? Like what made you finally, after all these years of it sitting there, um, right. made you grab it and learn, want to learn? Yeah, I think it was just, uh, you know, filling time and, and just trying to set a goal of learning something, especially during that time. Um, I know that in the past, and, and this just goes with anything, I've had interests come and go, and, and I kind of drop things cold turkey sometimes after a little bit of time. And I said, you know, what's something I could really pay attention to and, and spend some time taking, you know, playing. And since I had that background of just interest in music, I said, maybe if I learn this instrument and kind of create my own kind of music and things like that, it could help me to blossom into more of a passion than just a fly-by-night hobby. Um, and that's, again, the ukulele, it was not the greatest quality ukulele, but it was enough for me to learn on. Um, and I watched a bunch of YouTube tutorials and things like that on there. And then finally, um, in June, I got a new one. And then again, when you get a nice new, new instrument, it's like, wow, this is now it sounds so much better. And it kind of just helped fuel to the fire, you know? Now, one of our recent interviews, uh, prior to this one, uh, was with the band Springwood, who is a rock infused, a ukulele infused rock band, local rock band. And yep. so uh, it was very interesting talking to them and how they infused uh, that element into hard rock. Um, well, how would you describe the type of music that you're playing? It's funny because the ukulele is really, you know, everyone thinks of Hawaiian music when you think of ukulele. Um, and I feel like there's just so much more versatility to it. I know each ukulele and each ukulele type has a certain sound, but I feel that you could really play that fast, upbeat, you know, pop punkish type music, or you could just play some mellow, chill type type music as well. Maybe some some country sounding type stuff. Um, so I've kind of explored all different types of you know uh, genres with the ukulele, and that's what's cool about it. And people have told me that you know when I think of music of the ukulele, I think of Hawaiian music. But you've kind of uh, opened the, my eyes to other areas, and you know into what it sounds like and i had a, a concert ukulele is uh the newer one i got in june and then i just recently got a baritone ukulele which sounds more like a guitar so that just again you know expands upon what i'm able to do with it you know new toy to play with <laughs> exactly my wife likes the the new one better because it sounds more like a guitar so it doesn't have that ukulele sound as much but uh i like to be able to go back and forth between them and it's been fun with the songs that i've created um seeing how it transfers to the new one. So, you know, does this song go well on the baritone ukulele, not so much the concert and vice versa. And I've been kind of playing with that lately too. Now, which one did you use? I saw your Foo Fighters cover uh, the other day. Which one did you use for that? That was the concert ukulele. Most of the recordings I have on there now are the concert ukulele. Um, I just got this one over the past week. So I'll start putting stuff up with that one too, as I, you know, create and see which uh, covers sound best with that one. So uh, now you have a regular live stream. Why don't you tell us about what you've been doing to kind of get your name out there and, and teach us more about what the ukulele can do? Yeah, sure. So back in August, uh, one time I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to hop on one Sunday night and play a few songs for a half hour. And uh, I did that. Uh, you know, maybe eight people watched it, something like that. So it's really not a lot of big audience. But some people who have been following me for a while do like watching it. But, but you know, that turned into... 12 people and then 14 people the next month and things like that. But what I decided to do recently uh, in December was let me have a, a special guest on halfway through my live stream, just to kind of break it up a little bit. Cause I don't sing. I can't sing. I know that um, I like playing the music, but I can't sing. So having a special guest on not only attracts 
people who follow that artist, but it also just helps to kind of break up me playing for a half hour or 40 minutes, whatever it might be. So in December, I had a, a good, actually a good family friend of mine on, um, and he he's a great singer and he plays the acoustic guitar. So he came on, played a couple of songs. We talked about, you know, life in Jersey and everything like that. Um, and then just this past month, I had someone named um, Jacob Rice on, and he's a country artist in Nashville. So I'm, I've met, you know, a lot of people through Instagram. That's really kind of where I've connected with everyone. And I've got at least eight people lined up for the next eight months to be special guests. So it's, it's just a fun network and community to be a part of. You uh, actually led me into my next question was talking about collaboration and, um, you know, as as a an instrumentalist and not necessarily a singer, do you see yourself in the future pairing up with with other musicians to do projects? Yeah, I do. I, I met a couple of people um, last year. I did uh, a cover of Hey Soul Sister with a, um, a lovely young lady over in London, actually, who has a great voice um, named Amy. And we kind of put that together. Um, and then there was another gentleman in Spain that I collaborated a little bit with, and uh, we did a Weezer song, Island in the Sun. So there is, there are people out there that are willing to to kind of team up like that, which is really cool. And with technology nowadays, it, it makes it so much easier, you know. Yeah, it is incredible how we just connect with every. It's so easy to connect with everyone, no matter where. No matter exactly. Where. Hopefully, I could do do more of that in the coming year, you know. So I've been enjoying your uh, your single on Spotify um, or other streaming platforms, whatever other people have. Uh, Simple Saturday. So yeah, <laughs> you put that out. It's very it's it's just lovely. So when did you um, put it out onto the streaming platforms, and what was your inspiration for that song in particular? So that song, I kind of like to have a story behind each of the songs I I write the originals, and that one was. It was on a Saturday in the summer, and I was sitting outside. It was uh, and having my coffee, and I just kind of came up with that chill type vibe, and said, "This is a, a simple song, but it sounds good, you know." And uh, I call it "Simple Saturday." So there's always some kind. Of, and that one, the story is not as as exciting, but it is it is how I came up with it. And then um, just in January, I started looking into how to get the songs onto those platforms like Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and I went through an online distribution channel and. Uh, about a month later, um, I, I kind of waited with bated breath and, and saw that it did get released at midnight. I stayed up till midnight on Thursday, the 4th. So it was really Friday the 5th. And it did show up on all three of the uh, three mm -hmm. of the uh, platforms, which is cool. At first, a couple of them, I think there's another Jeff Howard floating around out there, which is a pretty common name. So the song went into their profiles. And I said, wait, 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 wait. I want, this, is, this is me. I don't want to be tied up with other people um as good as they might be so i reached out to them and you know spotify and, and uh apple and they got right back to me and they fixed it so so now it's out there and it's pretty cool to see yeah well whatever you're doing is you know um sometimes uh, often i research artists for various projects and i'm able to find you everywhere so even though like you said yeah. you have a common name whatever you're doing is working because it's been easy to find yeah. all of your accounts so good job good good, good to know <laughs> <laughs> but you know i like what you said about um well you you almost apologized by saying well there wasn't a great story behind simple saturday but i love the title because it just you know it kind of evokes a feeling that we all have on saturdays where we're just kind of taking it easy and enjoying the day and and it doesn't have to have a great story right behind the song i mean i'm sure you find inspiration do you actually when a song comes to you like that are mm -hmm. you 
playing around on the ukulele, trying to find a good progression that sounds right, or does it just hit you? Do you hear it in your head first? Usually I'm playing some music and coming up with chords, and I'll say, this sounds kind of country, so maybe something country. So I have a song, it, it's kind of funny. Um, this story, this is a more uh, in-depth story, I guess, but this song was more upbeat. It had a country feel to it. And for some reason in my mind, I just pictured some, you know, the Wild West times, maybe. And there was this, this you know, I don't know, this this cowboy that kind of went town to town robbing robbing people and, and places and stuff. And it just came up with this story in my mind. And and I called it Two-Bit Bandit, kind of like a two-bit town, something like that. And it's just kind of, it, it sounds cool. And I and I played the song and I thought of that time. Other 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 songs, I mean, you know, not not as elaborate as far as the backstories, but like Come After the Storm, you know, we'd been going through some stuff with our family and it was just about the the peace you feel after overcoming something, whether it's a small obstacle or a large obstacle. So just each one kind of has a little bit of meaning behind it. Um and but but as far as coming up with the names of them, usually I, I write the music and then I and it kind of hits me what based on how it sounds usually. You know, it sounds like when you were talking about that, it almost sounds like you were, um, you had a movie in your mind and you're writing a soundtrack to it. Yeah, so that one I could, I could eventually, maybe I'll get a video for that one. Cause that, that one is definitely something I could picture in my mind uh, as far as the story behind that song. So you would consider that and at some point um, working with someone to create a video to the music, that would be kind of cool. It would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, sometime maybe down the line, if this continues, uh, to progress the way it is uh that would be really cool but that would be one that it, it, it's it's a fake story but it's something that kind of came to mind and people kind of enjoyed it i even wore like a cowboy hat in the in the posts on instagram so people right. kind of got a kick yep <laughs> <laughs> that's cool now you mentioned uh some of the music that you've created has had like that like a country uh, flavor to it um and right. i know you mentioned the types of bands that you saw when you were going to college and everything um that had the punk element. So do you have like a favorite genre that you grew up that you really associate with? Or you do you just love all types of music and work it in? I would still say the pop punk, emo, you know, alternative rock would be my safe space. But it's funny, even with the ukulele and, and coming up with some country type sounds, I've been listening to more country music. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of opened my eyes to more genres in, in that regard. So, you know, my wife is, is, uh, into country a lot. So I've been listening to more of her music and, and you know, the Thomas Rhett's Taylor Swift, obviously um, some of those artists that I never really paid much attention to. I am paying more attention to now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And working it yeah. all in different ways. Into exactly. your that's, that's really cool. Now, do you rehearse regularly or, um, you know, do you, do you have a set time where you like to go and practice your craft or does it happen when it happens? So I'm working from home right now for my job. So, I literally have my have it right next to me on the floor. So if I'm, you know, I'm normally pretty busy with work, but if I slow down at all, I'll pick it up. I, I really like to practice every day um, at some point during the day. Um, since I'm working during the day and if I have some 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 downtime, I will pick it up and play for a half hour or something like that. Once it gets to be dinner time, you know, it's I feel guilty bringing it upstairs and, and being, you know, staying away from the, the wife and kids for dinner and, and that bedtime routine and everything so i do play it during the day when i have downtime but i would say every day or every other day i pick it up for at least a half hour 45 minutes now how old are your children i have a nine-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son 
And what do they uh, what do they think about dad's uh, ukulele playing? Do they get into it? Yeah, they, they think it's cool. Um, sometimes I make games out of it with them and, you know, we'll play um, uh, musical chairs type thing with it and, and kind of make it more of a fun family uh, experience than me just playing my songs. Um, but my daughter is, she's getting to the age. She thinks it's pretty cool. She listens to music, obviously on Alexa. She's always asking Alexa to play songs. So to be able to ask Alexa to play daddy's song, it was, uh, it was pretty cool for me and, and for her, you know, that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, so that's them, fun. Do either of them show an interest in, in like playing an instrument or are they not there yet? Not yet, but I did hand down the, the first ukulele to my daughter that um, when I got the new one in June. So she has that in her in her room. So once in a while, she'll kind of putz around with that a little bit. But I think she's still a little bit young to get into it too much. Right. Well, I'm sure that they enjoy hearing you play. And uh, like you said, he, you know, asking Alexa to play dad's song must be a pretty right, right, right. Special, special thing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So now uh, when you're not doing music, what... Do you have any other hobbies that you and the family do that um, are non-music related? Um, I mean, right now it's so hard. It's just such a crazy time, obviously, that we're living in right now. So we, we really do miss normalcy, seeing our friends, getting together. Um, we just really enjoy spending time with family and friends. Um, you know, I, I do enjoy watching sports and, and things like that. Um, my son's going to start soccer in the spring, and I'm going to be one of the coaches for that. So that'll be a fun new uh fun new thing to, to, that I'll be involved with, with him. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, normally just getting out, seeing people, getting friends. We've been more outdoors now, obviously, because we're not going into the malls and things like that. So uh, we'll try and walk, walk a trail maybe, or do something like that. That isn't too, uh, too strenuous anyway. But uh, it, it, yeah, we'll, we're looking forward to the warmer weather to start doing that kind of stuff again, too, as a family. Mm -hmm. Very nice. So, um, you know, back to your music, when you, um, you picked it up and developed it throughout the, the pandemic. Now, do you um, see yourself as time goes on and things hopefully get back to normal sooner rather than later? Um, do you have a goal for where you want to take your music? Um, or are you going to just take it as, as times change and see where it takes you? Do you have a plan? Or right. you yeah, I don't have an end goal. I, I do want to kind of see where it goes. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And honestly, you know, there will be a time, you know, at some point over the past year where I'll put it down. But do I really want to keep playing this? And then it just I'll pick it up again. And, and the motivation I get from people who really support it, especially on Instagram and everything, it just keeps me, you know, adding fuel to that fire to keep it up. But as far as end goal, I, I don't. But I do want to as it gets warmer out. I live in Warwick, New York, um, yeah. which is very, uh they have a lot of breweries, a lot of restaurants, a lot of cafes, things like that. So I, ha I have kind of reached out to them to see if I could go and play, maybe do something like an hour or happy hour or something like that once they start doing things outdoor, outdoors again. But um, so I think that would be the next step. You know, I'm going to continue with with the Instagram and, and live streams and maybe collaborating, like you said earlier. But being able to play live in front of people would be my next step, uh, my next goal, which would be cool. And and it's funny, I used to do stand up comedy. That oh, was uh, in 2015 in New York City. I did a I did a bunch of shows at you know, it was something that I was nervous to do, but I wanted to try it. I did it for about a year while I was working in the city. So it was easier at that time. And that really kind of broke me out of my shell as far as like public speaking and being confident on stage. So I think that has helped translate to me doing the live streams and being comfortable, even though you're not really talking to with people, but over the, the phone and, and, and performing that has helped a lot. So I think that 
like I said, that would be the next step where I think I have the confidence to do it. And and I've been playing now for a year where if I just keep practicing, it would be something that I definitely want to try and do in the spring and summer. And is that, um, I mean, that would be a, a wonderful thing at, at a brewery or a restaurant because you don't right. typically hear a ukulele in those environments. So that would be wonderful. I know for the patrons, um, are you working on new, you know, in addition to Simple Saturday and the different songs that you've been playing on your live streams, are you kind of like developing a repertoire that you would be able to play uh, for something yes, like I have, that? Yeah, I, I have about 12 original songs that I've written. Um, when I first started, they were very, very basic, um, you know, just verse, verse, chorus, verse, or some just quick little hits, you know, usually under a minute each. But um I started to go back to them and put it, you know, make them a little bit longer, put a bridge into them and put them more into a normal song structure so that they, a lot of them are kind of teed up to, to, to be released. If I, if I, when I get to that point. So, um, I, yeah, there's about 12, maybe 10 to 12 songs originals that I could do. Um, and then there's about 12 covers I've learned as well. Um, I get a lot on YouTube, obviously. So I got to give credit to those people, but, um, I've learned about 12 covers and I like to mix it up when I do the live streams. I like to play the most recent songs that I didn't play last month, you know, right. for the audience to watch. So I do like to sometimes uh, go back to older ones, but if I played it last month, odds are I'm not going to play it again this month, you know? Right. So, um, you were talking earlier, I'm going to go back to the concerts that you were saying that you attended when you went to college. Um, is there a, a certain, um, concert that you've been to that, that is your absolute standout favorite concert? You'll never forget it. Uh, we, I got a funny story actually. So newfound glory, I, I fell in love with them back in, I guess, 2000. Um, and the late nineties, early two thousands, that was the time for that kind of music. Um, and warp tour was obviously still going strong. And I remember going to warp tour in California cause I was out visiting a friend out there. Um, and they had the, the band tents where they would sit along the, the tables and you could walk up and they'd sign something. And I had a newfound glory shirt. And uh, I went up there and they signed it. And I said to them, oh, can you take a picture with me? And it's the four of the band members. And uh, like, we're not supposed to do that, but okay, just lean in and, and we can take a picture. And my buddy had a um, disposable camera. This is the, you remember the Kodak disposable cameras, you go to Moto Photo to get developed. Mm -hmm. And he took four pictures. And I remember going home from the, the concert, obviously was great with all the bands there, but I remember going home from that concert and from that vacation. And he never wound those four uh pictures so it was literally four black blackened pictures at the end the four that i wanted to see and it, it killed me so fast forward to november of 2019 i went to see newfound glory in hartford at webster theater and i went to a they had like a vip um acoustic session before the show and i remember going i i got a ticket for that i went to that by myself because my, my roommate wasn't around um, I went to that and I brought up that story to them saying, <laughs> you know, so, so many years ago, I, I, my buddy did this and they're just like, well, take all the pictures you want now. We're here now and you got your phone. So it's going to work a little better. So it was just funny, kind of like full circle. But Newfound Glory was always a great band to see. Um, you know, Jimmy Eat World was great to see. So a lot of those bands usually toured together. Um, so it was just, you know, to, to pick just one, it's going to be it's tough. But that was a cool story from from 15 years ago till a year or two ago you know what i mean that is a cool story do you do you feel like um their influence because you love their music so much do you feel that ever working into some of your uh 
you know, progressions and in the way you write songs? Yeah, I think so. And, and it's funny because um, it's funny that we're talking about Newfound Glory because they covered Kiss Me by Sixpence, None of the Richer. And when I when I learned it, I found myself playing it faster like they do. So well, I'm going to post that soon and say, you know, I'm covering this song, but it's really a newfound glory version, not the original version, you know? So I, I do feel like that. And then one of my friends has told me that he hears more of like the pop punk riffs and, and, and uh, rhythm in my songs, especially the faster ones. So I do feel that that kind of translates into what I create and what I play. And then I just recently, I've gotten into a couple of bands that I know they've been around a while, but um the spill canvas and manchester orchestra you know these are two guys who have very distinct voices but they're very emotional when they sing so um i've been watching some of their live streams and videos and i've really even taken a liking to them and some of their songs are slower like i said more emotional and, and i'm seeing some of that translate into what i'm creating too that's cool so yep. you, know, you talked about learning you know you give a lot of credit to the youtubers and everything um do you read music or did you just learn it? Do you read music like right now or did you just learn the progressions through the YouTube videos? Just through the YouTube, right. So I never, you know, I know, obviously I know some of the chords now, but I, I don't really, um, I didn't learn to read music before I started playing. I just started watching the tutorials and things like that. And in, in creating music, I don't write it down ever. I just see what sounds, oh wait, let me, let me see this. Let me go to this, let me go to the, and just see what sounds good. And then I can build a song structure around that. Wow, that always fascinates me because there are a lot of musicians that don't read music and to me right. it's, it seems counterintuitive but it works i guess if you have yeah, the yeah. talent it comes out no matter how you know right right and again it's, it's learning some of the main chords um and then kind of just like migrating from there so i could i could you know i could play songs on here and move to chords and if you said what's that chord after this one i i don't know it's just i just <laughs> by memory i know where to go you know yeah yeah that's very cool um yeah. so um where could new listeners go like what should they do if they want to hear you play regularly where can they go so on instagram uh jeff, at jeff howard music uh, i also have a youtube channel and the link to the youtube channel is in the instagram profile uh, i just created a facebook music uh page for myself jeff howard music as well it's funny on you know i have friends on facebook and i i had been posting things there and i'm like am i cramming this down people's throats too much so let me actually create a page for this and invite people to like it and if they like it then then i don't feel as bad uh, jamming yeah. up their uh timelines so on facebook i'm on there now and then obviously the the new song simple saturdays on spotify apple music and amazon music wonderful well when um when we put up our podcast on asbury park vibes we'll make sure to include all of your links and um and some of your videos too from youtube so that they can hear hear your lovely music and like i said i really have been enjoying simple Sa saturday so i can't wait to hear what comes next thanks so, so much thanks for having me oh thank you for for talking it's been really a pleasure and um we look forward to hearing more of your music soon mm -hmm.